I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, my co-host, I'm very good friend, he's Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, in a cave. <laughs> hello there, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's reality TV cast. We're covering Love Island UK Series 8, episode 37. 37, crikey, Chris, this, this is going quick. I, I normally ask you, where would you like to start? But surely there's only one show in town tonight. There is, Dave, Tasha and Andrew. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Well, let's see. Let's, let's maybe start off with a little hors d'oeuvre, a little aperitif to get us going then. Fuck those two, Chris. I am so done. I just literally, I probably overused the gif where it's from the IT crowd and the guy just gets up and jumps out the window. But Christ on a bike, when Tasha and Andrew are, you know, having their little lovey-dovey chat, we've got the background music, you know, the romantic music, so you know it's all going to go well. And they're both, like, deciding, yeah, we did this and that. And, you know, Andrew's talking about, you know, I, I, I know I need to work hard after what I've done. And I'm secretly thinking, go on, go on, say it again. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Um, but then it's later on and Tasha's like fucking having some cozy chats in the bed with Billy. And like, she doesn't want to completely close herself off to Billy as well. Like, oh, come on. I'm so done with this. What? what uh, how did you see that, Chris? Exactly the same. I was literally remote in hand, ready to throw it at my TV. I'm like, <laughs> she's just told Andrew we're going to make a go of it. They've had this big passionate kiss, the big heart to heart. And then she's crying in the fucking bed with Billy. And I'm like, oh my fucking days. What what the hell is going on with a day? So it's all right saying she doesn't know what she wants, but she's a fucking danger to herself. It's like... You just mess. I'm not. I'm not a fan of Andrew at all. I just couldn't be doing with him with the fucking wet lettuce. But I'm just like, this is fucking bullshit. Like every turn, something else goes on. I don't know what the hell she wants. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't actually care if I'm being honest, Dave. I am so over them two. And then Billy has got to be one of the most non Love Island contestants I've ever seen. He's other than <laughs> one of the greatest scenes ever tonight. He was involved in by accident, but. He's fucking rubbish. He's got a fake laugh. He doesn't do anything. He's he's hanging around like someone's fucking, you know, like a bad fart in a, an astronaut suit. He's just there all the time, involved in these little <laughs> things. And even with Paige, he was doing it tonight. I'm like, he's so desperate, but also he's so unoffensive as well. He's just there. He's one of them contestants who's going to be there. And when he leaves, I was like, oh, what a great guy he was. I'm not seeing it. But them two... Andrew and Tashkin go and fuck off as far as I'm concerned. I've had enough of him, Dave. I don't care. I really don't care. Well, don't forget, Chris, Billy brings out in Tasha this wild and fun and crazy side, this flirty side in Tasha that is all not ever shown on the TV. And Billy's jokes, which are also funny, also not really shown on TV, but apparently he's funny. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Just... <laughs> I am so done with them too, but as well, I, I just, but then I, I can't stop watching it as well. You know, I yeah. do want them to just, I, I still think it's massive immaturity. Um, I'm sure 
Sure, someone posted somewhere on one of the social media channels reminding us that in the drinking game, I think Tasha took a drink when it was like, have you slept with someone when you've been coupled up? Or, or it was something like that, you know. So she's got a bit of a history with, with the old cheating, and you can see it. And the thing is, I think it's fine. I actually think she just needs to get it out of her system, right? Just... <laughs> Fill your boots. Just just go. But the problem is with the signals, like the lovey-dovey signals that she sends off to Andrew, I, I think those are, from her side, just the, the wrong messages. But, you know, I, I, Andrew is kind of the same as well. You know, he's sending off the lovey-dovey messages, you know, did what he did in Casa Amor. And you can say would he have done that if if he hadn't been wound up by the fact that oh he's been play, played for a mug uh, i you know he could have stuck by his convictions and and you know stuck by tasha but now he decided to go properly full steam ahead into kind of lad's holiday when you're 18 kind of mode yeah he did and and <laughs> it's just, i think everyone was the same it was that thing of like like you said the it crowd the IT crowd you know jumping out the window that everyone's like oh for sake but he captivated it keeps you engaged in the show so so I would say Dave the amount of flip-flopping she's done it's just unbelievable like I, I just I cannot keep up with that say she's such an unusual character and I can't imagine what a family must think. They must be watching it. Even they must be getting frustrated going, not again, you know? So I don't know. I did see, by the way, I did see a video on social media of a dancing. Dave, my God, she is a good dancer. Proper, you know, like music video dancing, like mm. really good dancing. She's dancing with another girl. Obviously, what's more impressive is obviously with her hearing um, impairment as well. That is fantastic that she can pick up like, I mean, she, she, you can obviously hear stuff now with, with the um, hearing aid chest, which is brilliant. But also now they were saying, like, her, the way she's on point and her dance, it's fantastic. They're, honestly, I'll, I'll give her credit on that. I know it's not part of the show, but her dancing on this video I watched was phenomenal. We were talking, like, you know, like Paula Abdul videos mm. from the 80s, sort of dancing like that. Or, or, really, or Jason really Statham before he got famous, like, dancing. Yeah, yeah, something like that, Dave, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, honestly, I saw it the other day on Twitter, and he, he, she's really, really good dancer, so uh, complete side note. But uh, ultimately, as a Love Island contestant, I don't know what we're going to get with her, which it is a good thing, but also it's so frustrating. Yeah, like I say, I think just, Tasha, my advice, go out, fill your boots, have fun. But you know, don't forget boyfriend and girlfriend things, coupling up. Just just have fun. But Chris, I mean, Go we've on. got to get into it. We I mean, we kick off the episode, don't we, where we left off yesterday, where the boys are coming back all laughing and happy and everything, and then see uh, Adam is there, and then they've got a face like a slapped ass. But I mean, what do you reckon to how the whole Jack's uh Page Adam, gonna mention Gemma as well in there. Uh, yes. How all of that unfolded? Well, I will give Luke a credit first off, Dave, because it was funny when he was like, "Oh," and then we went in a fucking dining room thing, and he went, "Why are you bringing <laughs> this deadwood in here?" I was yeah. pissing myself at that. I did laugh at that. That was quite funny. But no, I think. I mean, Adam does say to Jack's like, God, you've got more lives, you know, like being a cat sort of thing. And he's like, mm. oh, I know, mate. Yeah, yeah. And that was okay. It was quite cordial, everything. Look, 
Adam, I don't know whether Adam's going to be in this and they're going to hook him before the end of the show because he's previously done it and he, he got hooked. He might be able to go to the end. I don't think he's going to win it, but I, like, I don't know whether he's just going in there to cause as much mayhem as possible and then he ends up getting kicked out towards the end again because he didn't last. He lasted for a while in the UK one and we've got a great email calling me out, Dave, which we'll read later. So <laughs> someone was very frustrated with me and my Love Island knowledge. So we'll, read, talk, we'll talk about that later. But... But genuinely, like the whole thing unraveled, and Gemma, Gemma's played it very clever. So everyone's like, you know, we, we've we've laughed and jokes about the age thing, is like what's going on, and we've had these things. So Afi and Remy mentioned that Jax has blown up loads of times. Remy had had stuff with him. This is on on a podcast. Obviously, it's Remy's side of the story. We got called out saying, why didn't we go with it? You, you've got a sort of. I, I believe Remy's right, but also we weren't there. We haven't seen it. The, the island, yeah. the producers have completely cut any of this out, and apparently it's a regular thing. Now, now on the back of that, Molly and Charlie and that were doing a podcast, and they said the same. Said that the, one of the, I think you told me this as well, and I've watched bits of it. Like Jay won't engage with him after he's had a few run-ins with him. That's mm. why we had this bit of split with Davide and Charlie. This has come out from a lot of people that that Jax has completely flew off the handle. Going off their information, their people are actually in the villa quite a lot of the times, and the producers have given him a good edit. However, in the last week, things have just sneaked in about his personality, haven't they? Like we said yesterday, and joking aside, we've laughed at some of the one liners he said, and then obviously we've got the whole ADHD thing which has come out. But like you said, and it's a great line. At the end of the day, it doesn't <laughs> make you become a fucking see you next Tuesday, does it? So you know what I mean? Like it, it it's interesting this whole dynamic. And I think by the end of the episode, I think they've got a lot of sympathy. However, I think that when it played out, Gemma played a blinder. She's basically not said a word about how they split up and she's let everybody decide on their own uh, merit of his actions. And I think that's probably why they split up because he's a hothead. And you can see he was simmering. And as soon as Gemma said it, he wanted to fight him. He didn't didn't want to go over and have it out with him. He wanted to fucking fight him, Dave. You know, for Love Island's, but I always laugh at I always want to punch up or a bit of a thing. But he was quite worrying at times there for him because I'm thinking, this kid has got no self-control at all. And a lot of people were slagging him off online, saying, oh, he didn't say much when Adam was sat next to him. I don't think he didn't say much to Adam when he sat next to him because if he wasn't on a TV show, I think they'd have been fighting, Dave. I think he'd have been brawling. He was trying to hold it together when Adam was sat so close. You could see the simmering rage and hate he had towards Adam and that, he needs to get help for that whatever we think of him and that whatever comes of this episode whatever people think of last night because I've saw support for him I'm not really on the support side of it and I'll explain that in a minute but when I saw it all it was great TV but I did think Jesus he has got a terrible temper yeah I think this is going to be really quite divisive now I don't know if the producers tonight have given him a, a, a generous edit because if they'd have given him a generous edit, they'd have taken that shit out. And yeah. they could have just shown, you know, him saying he's not been himself. Yeah. They could have just shown that. And then everyone had been like, oh, what's, what's going on? You know, so that would have been a generous edit. No, they've shown him being a right twat. And you've kind of, the, the thing is, he's pulled the, the card at the end there about him not being himself. And I've seen people come out and like, oh, it's brilliant that he's talking about mental health and stuff. Get get yourself well, son, and everything. Jax has walked into the villa with the same problems that he's walking out with. 
and I don't believe for a second that that it is it is part of being in the villa. As soon as he's walked in there, I think the type of person he is, and it, it it's an immaturity thing with him as well. I said it about Tasha. I think Jax is quite immature for his age, to be honest. I, I think the way he behaves and the way he doesn't deal with his emotions, and and you've got that kind of petulant thing. Which is funny. He, he does reflect Gemma in some ways. Remember when Gemma was like, "Oh yeah, I'm glad Luca didn't bring me a coffee." Oh, that's that's made me like him even more. It's like such a school level thing to say. And Jax yeah. is the same. It's like, oh, I hope he says something about me, you know. And I just, I just find him so immature and childish. <laughs> yeah, like that little season five reference there. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I don't think this is anything new. But when he's going on about the, uh, you know, when we get the the heartfelt, the tears and everything, um, and he's saying, you know, he's just not being himself. I I'm tr- I'm trying to do the timeline in my mind. It's like, well, when weren't you yourself? Was it when you were having a fucking great time in Casa Amor, and you know you were, uh, you know, spending a lot of time with Molly. And then, you know, being all flirty with her and then suddenly sticking her in the friend zone because, what was it, Shireen or something? Cheyenne. Cheyenne, Cheyenne, that was it. Um, You know, suddenly you get the green light from her. So it's like, right, yep, let's let's go for it. He was having a fucking great time, having his fucking boner in the pool and everything. And then when he came back, you know, then you could say, well, okay, maybe his mental health dips, but it's kind of a self-inflicted thing. But, you know, he said himself, well, you know, I just have to do a bit of grafting. And also, you know, he says to Luca, well, I don't want her to forgive me. You know, get the fucking violins out. So was it was it in that time? Was it Castlemore? Was it was it the couple of days when he was back? Or was it the day when they were back together? No, it was the last fucking 24 hours when you were a massive fucking bell and you went right over the top and you've just gone fucking spiraling in that time. And so I did say, I, I thought the reason he'll go, because the news broke, didn't it? You know, in the, through the day. And I did say, he's just not going to be able to handle the fact that Paige might not be completely closed off to Adam. And I'm sorry, but for me, that's the reason he's gone. Yeah. I, I think that the, the producers have been really, really kind to him, Dave. I do. I think that there's more gone on than what we've seen. There's been plenty of times I think he's been warned for his behaviour. We haven't seen it. It might not come out. They might have got one to sign NDAs properly after this incident, but they give him a very favourable edit because, like you said, the timelines didn't match up. When he was saying stuff like Page Who when he was in Casa Amor and yeah. all that, and I know I called out Page yesterday and quite rightly because literally she got back with Jacks and all this. Now, it was more him talking than her about like how he, you know, he wants to be with her and everything. And he pretty much said he loved her tonight. But I think that she did nothing wrong in any of this. And his behaviour was a disgrace. I mean, speaking to the way he spoke to fucking Billy, was like, yeah, do you want me to go? No, no, stay here, mate. Uh, fuck off, Billy. But that's not mm. anywhere, anywhere else, Day. I mean, he might, Billy might be scared, but no, you know, not, you'd be fighting with someone. Oh, that's, that's be, escalating you'd... outside, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. In real life, that's that's a fucking brawl. If you're in a pub or somewhere and someone says that to you, you know, you, you are it's on. Get it, it, you know, let's go, sort of thing. Or it would have been years ago, not now. Obviously, in my but, day, but, in my <laughs> day, you wanted been, to say. Been, uh, <laughs> even me and I'm quite mild mannered, but if someone had said that to me, we've got a problem, you know. So it, it's it, it was 
totally wrong. And, and, and the way, like you say, he's got a fucking lob on in the pool, you know, with Sinead there. He's fucking making sure trying to get rid of it, doing the old fucking put it on the band trick and all that so people can't see. He's <laughs> snogging these girls. He's, 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 he's there, Dave, you know what I mean? Like living his best life. And what makes me laugh is, he kept going on about a fucking test. Well, he was a bombshell who came in because he came in and Gemma went, that's my ex. So he was a bombshell, which is conveniently forgotten. Adam's a bombshell. He's come in as a test for everyone, Dave, and he doesn't fucking like it because the test has come in and fucked him up. His whole attitude was a disgrace, what he did. And I know he was crying and everything like that, but it felt to me that they said to him, you've got to go. Because at the end of the day, why would he, if he's into Paige and he wants her, he's found love, why would he then say, I'll wait for the end and all that? None of this tonight has made sense to me. I think he's had a nudge. They've given him a favourable edit. He needs help and he needs to speak to someone. I hope they're not crocodile tears and he does get help because Love Island, as we know in the past, have not been the best at supporting contestants and they need to, Dave. But I also think he's brought all of this on himself and he's got a very favourable exit out of the show because none of it makes sense to me. And I don't think he is the master of his own downfall, like you say. And and I saw a lot of people, like even on our Facebook, even friends who don't follow our channel or watch, are like, oh, I felt so sorry for him. And it's like, but have you not seen what he's done? The whole... The context the, you know, is the, important, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and I will say, Dave, that the, the bastard in me also was like, Paige doesn't seem that bothered. He's pretty much saying to her, I don't want to say it, but, you know, I do, I do. And she's like, all oh, right, and she's doing the old crying and that thinking she is going to be cracking on with it. I mean, I'll, I will eat my words if she turns around the next day so says I'm going, because she's going fucking nowhere. She's going to be booted out there. So that's why I don't believe it. And as soon as Jack sees her with someone else, because she's going to crack on with Adam now because he's gone, I don't believe any of it. I think she's going to do a full PR scheme against that against jacks now saying oh how intense he was oh it's like a weight off his shoulders and everything and it's all going to be this this adam thing now unless someone else comes in but yeah it's very hard for me to feel sympathy for jacks even though he was crying and that because of his actions and also the stuff we've heard goes on and the producers have been very kind so but i do think i hope he's supported and i hope that if we're wrong i'm happy to hold my hands up but i don't think we are i think everything has been he's creating his own downfall and it was great tv but then he got to the point where it was uncomfortable at the end mm, yeah i think so as well but i i think for me i can feel sympathy for the bloke and yeah, yeah. also yeah. think he's a tool as well you know and and yeah. uh, like i say i think he's walked into the villa with all of those problems i i think you know and, and I, it's the usual love island hypocrite thing isn't it it's like well it was, it was all right for you and Casa more to crack on next minute you're fucking derailed completely by adam having a couple of conversations and then you know yeah. like you say the ho the whole <laughs> i find the hypocrisy when he was talking to luca and going on about adam he's basically slagging off adam to luca about getting slagged off behind his back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I'll say fucking it hypocrite, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I, yeah, so so I think for me, I can feel sympathy for him, but think he's a bit of a tool as well. Yeah, I do hope he, he gets problems, but not, not because of something that Love Island has created in this scenario. It's just shone a light on it. I think he's had all of those problems, you know, coming into it. I've met plenty of Jaxes in my life. I, I, I kind of know 
where he's coming from there. But what do you think about Gemma's kind of role in this? Because Gemma, and we've had a, had a good laugh about him hanging around school gates and stuff when you match up the timelines about how old she was when he was going out. But she knows him. She's dated him for like eight months. She absolutely puts a red rag up to his face with the whole, oh, he was slagging you off. Yeah. That was, I, I, that was fucking yeah. it. And, and then yeah. she's like laughing and she's like, oh, he's such a hothead. And I, I thought, I, I've given Gemma a lot of praise, actually, for being so mature. Oh, that's how she comes across as so mature. But it, it was crossing my mind. Is that just a real immaturity thing? You know yourself, Chris, now it's going up back a long time when we were that age and, and going out to clubs and stuff. But you did get some people who just reveled a little bit in stoking the fire, you know, and then would would complain about it when it goes off. It's like, oh, why do you have to do that? Well, well, you know, you know all the ingredients and you've basically thrown a match on a bunch of petrol and gone, well, fucking hell. Why has that gone on fire then? Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what, Dave? It, it, exactly how I feel about it is I think she's had this in her back pocket waiting for something because it was that old classic, oh, don't do, go, don't go and say anything. Oh, no, 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 don't. But really she's thinking, oh, I'm fucking, I'm getting my popcorn out here. I am ready. I'm, I'm with you. I, I thought she didn't come out of it well at all because that was proper gaslighting. And like you say, I've been a bit of a Gemma fan recently. I know we laid into it at the start and the whole influence of her dad and the way they were doing framing the show but she's been really really mature and that that was like hang on a minute she's still only 19 that felt like that was one of them moments. we all still do it we all still say stuff we shouldn't you know what I mean but um, it did feel like that she's been waiting a long time to do that and that ignited everything didn't it yeah I mean she could be just this master tactician to be honest you know the producers fucked her over by throwing in her ex-boyfriend she's waited there she's bided her time <laughs> and then with one little phrase she's got him out of the villa yeah yeah clever clever day because they've not really engaged haven't when she said that oh he's such a hothead that's like i mean i thought his reaction was ridiculous because they've seen with other contestants with jackson that like they've come in and brought the fourth wall it's been a big discussion with Olsen and a lot of people online like how they're letting even like the producers are getting a bit of a kicking off the contestants that have left as well. So that influence is there now where we, we knew it was going on and we've called it out loads of times, but they're actually acknowledging it for the first time, which is interesting. So, yeah, I, I can say, let's see what happens with tomorrow's episode. I can't wait. I'll be honest with you. I cannot wait. But I've got a feeling that Paige is not going to be as uh, upset as what we think, I think. And I'm not slagging her off. I just think she's in it to win it, Dave. She's done a few things recently, and I think she had no choice with Jax. That relationship, whether whatever he's saying, and he said like, "I need to do this for myself" and all that. Good on you, but I don't. I think he was saying stuff because he's been told to go. I really do. Maybe I. Th- I think contestants have been in worse positions, though. You know, and and the whole Faye thing from last year. I mean, you could say that she went further. Mm. you know maybe yeah, she did, to be fair yeah i i don't know I, maybe so, someone's definitely had a word with him but i'm not sure yeah. he's he, it's quite to the levels of he's been pushed i i just think he spat his fucking dummy chris <laughs> i think that's how i'm seeing it 
that he just cannot handle it. He can't handle the fact that Paige might not be completely into him, despite, you know, in his head, he's, he's dropped his guard and everything. So I, I just I just think it's that. I, I, yeah, if, if the producers had pushed him out, like I say, they could have given him a, a more favorable edit and, and just sent him out with the violins, with the whole narrative, you know, it's being in here. Uh, I'm not being myself. Liam had done it you know, earlier in the season, hadn't he? I, I, I just, I think he spat his dummy. But um, mm. as, as for Paige, I, I do think when, when Jax was starting to get emotional and starting to, to say about leaving, I thought the way Paige is kind of not reacting at all, I thought, oh, yeah, she's done already. She's seen enough. And it's not about being open to Adam. It's about seeing enough red flags that you can actually say, you know what, this is this is not going in a good direction and I, I need to get out. Yeah. But then she did get quite emotional. But then, Chris, when they leave their holiday home, you know, the, the Islanders, there's always tears from everyone. So I, I'm with you that I don't think Paige is exactly going to be, uh, you know, w- hanging around but waiting for Jacks on the outside. I, I, but I have to say, you know, for for the uh, outcome bias that I have, I think Adam might be the greatest fucking bombshell we've ever seen. <laughs> I know. Well, I, yeah, and I do think to, to to not back on that a little bit. I do think for Paige, Jax isn't the right guy for her. So, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, fair, yeah. Fair fucks to a sort of thing. So I, I, I will say that I'm not just digging around. But Dave, let me. I well, tell you what, Dave. You talk about Adam, and. I got. I've, we've had a great email calling me out here because I have watched all Love Island. I have even the celebrity one from like the early two thousands and stuff. I've watched them all. Like, uh, but I've never gone back and watched them. We've talked about it with yourself because there's some cracking series that you were involved in, Dave. So obviously, series four when Adam was in it is the series before you came on board. You came on board series five, didn't you? So when um, first time we never watched it. So. Um, let me read this email, Dave. We've had two. This is this one's calling me out. This is from our good friend Michelle. Sent out Adam Collard. Hey guys, just listened to your latest podcast and was so frustrated I had to reach out. First, Adam was from season four, not three. So that, that was down to me that day. I'll try to keep this brief. He was a day one bombshell, so he had his pick of anyone. He went for Kendall, who was one of the only ones happy in her current couple. Rosie came in a day later and he got with her. Then he tried to get Megan in a, in a few days after Zara arrived and he got with her. A day after having sex with... Oh, he got with Zara a day after having sex with Rosie. Oh, my God. I can't believe I remember this. He really did like Zara a lot. She was dumped from the villa right before Casa Moore and he got with Darrell then. Brought her back to the villa but then told her he still had feelings for Zara. After he was dumped on day 32, he and Zara had a pretty long relationship on the outside. Back to this season, only one of the girls knew his last name and said from season whatever. So I don't think production told them he was coming. I've seen every season multiple times over and over. And if I had to choose a bombshell from a previous season that all the girls would love and the guys would be jealous of, I'd choose Adam. He gained a bad reputation very early in this season, yet girl after girl would come in and he'd win them over. They'd think I'm the one who will change him. Even the Casa girls. Chris, I think you've said you've seen all the seasons. It's hard to believe you don't remember Adam well or don't remember him being a player. How dare you? And all the girls falling for him. Remember, even Dr. Alex was trying to smolder like Adam does. Okay, this email has gone way too long. All the best and keep up the excellent work. Love you both and everything you do. 
Well, I don't know whether she does love us both. Well, I'm she, sorry, she says the excellent work. <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't sound like it, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, she's right, though, because I knew this had him. As soon as he came in, I said to someone, you know, uh, when we, we knew it was... You know what was happening, and I saw his picture. I was like, "That's that Adam." You know, I knew that straight away. I did know it was name, but yeah, I've got mixed up. And obviously, there's a lot of stuff we cover. I'm just trying to bail out now, Dave, because you even called me out tonight on Discord and went, "Yeah, Chris says he's a super fan, but doesn't know anything." <laughs> I, th- I think it's I think it's all relative, isn't it? Because I think obviously, I, I'm sure I remember not not season one, but I'm sure when celebrity love island i'd have to go back in my mind but i'm sure even when we were in the band you know you you were legging it from practice to get back for it was either love island or something else i was like it'd be big fucking what (laughs) (laughs) are we not done now have i not done my bit it would have been big brother dave definitely big brother yeah, I was a massive Big Brother fan. Yeah, me and Sam used to watch that like religiously. I love Big Brother. I don't know. Back I, in the I, day. It feels in my gut. I'd, I'd, I'd have to go back and see when that celebrity uh, Love Island started. But but I, in my head, it, it's that. So, you know, you, you were definitely there watching. But it's not like, I know you've not certainly not watched it multiple times. And it's not like we, you know, really pour over every episode like we do now when we're covering it. You know, we yes. discuss it, yeah. we see it different ways, we get people emailing in who, who see it different ways to us, and that, that just that just adds to the, you know, the viewing, if you like, because you, you're seeing the same actual things, but then you, you're interpreting it differently. So I'll give you a bit of a pass. From my perspective, uh-huh. I, I think, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't call you a super fan, but, you know, definitely fan. <laughs> okay thank you and michelle that was a great email anyway but there you go <laughs> i did say though dave none of this big question in my you know knowledge of love i had nothing to do with reality radar by the way just to get that disclaimer in uh, anyway um it's <laughs> from mona and it says hello guys what an episode just here to comment about Paige and jacks again it was obvious that she was going to take him back no matter all those sassy remarks in the confessional all he needed was a stupid lipstick note, a coffee that he didn't even want to bring, and a notes app apology. I wonder if a movie night could even change her mind about him. Well, obviously not now. This was obviously we got this email before. Also, in her chat with Adam, she said that he was in the doghouse quite a while, which in reality was two nights, and then proceeded to say that his behaviour after Castro Moore also showed red flags, but still she got back with him. Mm. It's obvious she's saying it like that because she doesn't want to look like an idiot who doesn't realise who Jack is, but doesn't real but but doesn't realise it and consciously saying it out loud, but still taking him back make her look more of an idiot. I'm not trying to victim blame here. We know she doesn't even know half of what he's said and done, but it's clear she knows he's a walking red flag, yet doesn't have the strength to cut him off. Sorry for the long email, but one last thing in the preview for the next episode when Jack gets angry. So this email came before tonight's episode Jax gets angry about what Adam said how come he's mad at Paige and not Adam running up to Paige as if she mm. said it seems manipulative to me he knows Adam would put him in his place while Paige will just take it he now knows how far he can go without losing it and will continue to push it to the limit have a nice day I do think Dave a great email from uh, Mona thank you but I do think Dave in my head that, and I've seen a bit of this as well you know, I always go and like try and validate when you're thinking things. So I know obviously sometimes I can say some really silly things, but 
I did think, was this some like a bit of a Hail Mary to see how serious she was about him, hoping she'd leave as well. That was in the back of my head with the whole, I'll see you when we get out thing. It was like he was waiting to see if she would sort of say, oh, I'll come with you. And she didn't. Oh, I don't know. A hundred percent. Again, he's, it was that thing. Like I was saying with Gemma with the coffee, oh, I'm glad Luca didn't bring me a coffee. It's almost like if you say the opposite thing, then, you know, you're, you're actually transmitting signals I, I thought when he was on his way out and saying look look no you don't have to follow me no you you don't have to come you you come here you stay here you you're having a great time you know he's so fucking going on about it he was actually subliminally sending messages look come with me <laughs> that's what he was saying <laughs> that's that's the subtext of what he was saying even though the actual words we're all about staying. He was going on about it so, so much. I thought he was he was constantly making her think about why why is she in the villa? That's what he was doing. Really fucking manipulative. I don't think I don't think he's smart enough to do to actually think about what he's doing there to do it. I just think he's really good at it. And that's yeah. that's not a good trait. Uh, you know, he's, he's just naturally quite good at manipulating. So, um, and, and I do think great email as well. I agree. I, I think the, the way he kind of stormed over initially to page tells Billy to fuck off. And then, you know, he's all aggressive and you can tell he's like short of breath, even when a bit later, when he says, no, I'm fine. You no, know, he's still short of breath. He's ready to go. His adrenaline's up yeah. and everything. Um, you know, he's fucking, he's being aggressive towards Paige, but then hardly saying fucking anything to Adam. You know, the, the most he says yeah. is like, oh, you've got a game plan, haven't you? And Adam, I don't know whether he was playing dumb or just not picking up on what is he actually, what's actually going on here. But he's saying, well, you know, I'm going to chat to everyone. And <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I, if you're going to fucking say something, he's saying to everyone, oh, if he speaks to me, I'll tell him to fuck off. Well, didn't sound like that to me, Jax. No, I did say before, though, I thought he, he was because he was, he really, really wanted to go with him, Dave. I thought he was just going to fucking jump on him at one point when he sat together. That's why, that's how I saw it, because you could just see that fucking temper was just there simmering. Wasn't it? But you, you could be right. You could be all talk. It could just be one of the people who throws his toys out of the pram and then, you know, like Azamone says he's going to do that. I know plenty of people who do that. They talk the big game. I remember, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, 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 it's okay. No, I was just going to say, I, I think, look, if it comes down to it, I'm sure Jax would have a tussle. I'm sure he's had plenty of tussles. You know, I, I'm sure in, you know, his, his rugby playing lifestyle, you know, I, I'm sure he's done that. But I do think it's mostly hot air. Yeah, I'd hope so. I'd hope so, Dave. I, I, no, I'm, I'm not quick... saying it's only hot air. I'm saying mostly. So it, it, I am, I'm sure it had the conversation escalated, you know, and Adam had started to get RC back, then it, it could have gone that way. But yeah. I, I, I just think it's it's mostly bluster. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, I mean, and I agree. I agree with that. I, I hope. I'm going to say I hope for him. It is. It's all mouth. He just, you know, he calms down. And then he went over to apologise to Billy. But what an interesting character, Dave. What an absolutely 
interesting contestant. We said about Tasha at the start, like Jack's, geez, I mean, anyone who's a psychologist would have a field day, wouldn't they? Like they, 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 they do all these psychological profiles on the contestants. I think Jack's would be a massive book. He's very, very unusual character. I just think massively emotionally immature. You know, I, I think, you know, you see some of the relationships he has with the guys, you know, the guys seem quite upset about him going, um, but really needs to work on, um, you know, handling his emotions better. And the thing is, had he not been on this show, he would continue his life in that way. Yeah. You know, he'd probably yeah. chill out a little bit as he gets older, but, but generally those traits and you know the type, Chris. The type that who's like laughing and joking. One wrong word said, that's it. It goes the other way. It's like fucking uh, what's his name, Joe Pesci out of Goodfellas. What yes. do you mean, like ha ha funny? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, hopefully he does get the help, and hopefully this experience for him is a good thing in the end, because I, I yeah. you know, it'll all calm down. Social media, you know, I think it'll be a little bit mixed. I think there'll be plenty of sympathy. I think there'll be plenty of people saying, no, he's a tool. He deserved to go. Um, but uh, we won't care. You know, when the next season comes on, fucking hell, Chris, when mass comes on, I, I won't care about this lot. And as Lucas, in Lucas words, they, they'll be the dead wood that I don't care about. So, yeah, you know, it'll hopefully get that help then and, and become a better person for it. No, no, that's a very good way to end the episode, I think, Dave. So, Big thank you to everyone, as always, guys. Get over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast if you want to support us. Email us at cdrealitycast.gmail.com and if you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. So today's roll call of honour is Gavin, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Tom, Gillian, Michelle, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Neve, Jacqueline, Noreen, Amy, Joanna, Helen, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Hannah, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Hayley, Lauren, Lucky Lulu Green, and Ken Gustafson. So, my word, that's getting longer. Thank you so much, guys, for all your support. Get over to Chris and Day's Reality TV cast on Facebook. Really, really uh, good fun on there. And a few people who are not on Facebook have reached out and asked about the Reality Radar T-shirts. Um, if you look in the show notes now, uh, they're in there, all the links to the stores and that. So, uh, if you do want one of the T-shirts and that, guys, brilliant. And mine and yours will be here very soon, Dave. I'm just waiting for the... Uh, postman to knock on my door and i'll be wearing mine very very proud it's my first ever t-shirt with with um well for us it's our first ever t-shirt but obviously with my slogan on dave we need to get you with your casa morians i did see um, <laughs> i did see tom's done a poll on facebook saying what's better casa morians or the one that sabbath said the casa I think you morons. said Casa more morons, but then Casa morons. <laughs> so we, oh, I, I, I did this. the time. Yeah, it's on Facebook now. There's only me and Tom at the time voted, so it's 50-50, Dave. I've had to go with my wife's pick, <laughs> unfortunately. Well, of so course. We'll, we'll, yeah, so we'll see, Dave. But you need to get over there and all your dodgy accounts and just keep um, posting. Keep voting. Voting. What do you mean by dodgy accounts? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's awesome. So looking forward to mine coming. And I did kind of excuse myself because I was holding off. 
a little side note so one of the side projects i do with with uh tony and max so the mandatory music and cd we're, we're covering uh next our next album that we're going to be covering is master of puppets by metallica uh kind of inspired by stranger things um and basically I, I was watching a documentary on the making of that album and i saw that you know at, at different concerts the band were wearing uh metallica t-shirts so i was like right okay then then it's fine to to wear your own t-shirt good work <laughs> <laughs> all right mate so thank you for today been a bit of a long one but you deserve the chat so i really enjoyed this thanks everyone for all your comments and that no it's brilliant and look again i think this is a, an emotionally charged one this and i think there's lots of different ways to look at it so we always get great emails great facebook posts twitter and everything but you know get back to us let us know how you saw it as well and uh you know it'd be good to throw that into the mix so thank you very much exactly. chris and thanks to everyone out there for listening i'll speak to you next time bye